Hello. How's it going, everyone? Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. If you're a hot dog, what kind of toppings would you have on you? I think this week I'm going to go with a snappy griller with a little bit of French's yellow mustard and some dill serrano hot sauce. Right on. Because that is just the perfect combination for a mm. summer cookout. Does it have to be French's? No, it can honestly be any yellow mustard, but I like French's yellow mustard. I realize it's, you know, uh, not a bougie pick for it, if you will. It's definitely what will be at almost everyone's picnic table when they do a cookout. But that combo, those three, delicious. If you don't know what a Snappy Griller is, uh, look it up online and see if you can order any because they are delicious. Yep. Anywho, we are Half the Distance Live, the podcast. Uh, as always, I am Maddie Fax, joined by Scotty Stats, Brian the Professor. Hello. Producer Squeak. We are here to give you a little bit more of our take on, well, getting ready for the football season. Things that have happened so far. Um, get closer and closer. Almost there. We finally had our first preseason game. Um, the Jags and the Raiders. Uh, I think the starters played about <laughs> six snaps. Yes. And six easy snaps. Uh, after that, the score is about as reflective as if the starters would have played anyway. So true. And you know the Raiders, they won, which really shouldn't come as a surprise. They are without a doubt the better team. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's go over some stuff that has happened this week. It would not be an off season of the last two years without Aaron Rodgers <laughs> coming up somehow. And this time, it's not even about the do I want to play. This time, it's the I'm going to go to South America with my new girlfriend and try some ayahuasca for a few days. Well, I will uh, trip, puke, uh, have some overall GI issues, and uh, come back with, and hold on, I would like to quote this. We found his center. A deep and meaningful appreciation for life. There we go. Let me throw a little bit out there, because right, you know, tons of, tons of broadcasters, I've been clowning on him for this, um, but you know this is this is a, a little bit outside of traditional medicine. Um, mm-hmm. And while many people frown on it, there mm-hmm. has been a, a much bigger and bigger movement for ayahuasca. Um, it is insanely intense. Um, it it punishes you. Uh, most of the people that I've heard that have taken it, that if you ask them the week after, they'll say that was the worst experience of my life. But they have a sense of healing about them already, and they, I'll never do it again. And you ask them a month later or two months later, and they say, you know what, I might go back because the amount that they process and how beneficial it can be. And I say all that because this is this is a peak athlete operating at the highest level. He's one of the best QBs of all time, which always pains me to say because fuck him. But... Getting his head right amidst all of the troubles that he's gone through, trying to... He's been living that that Hollywood life and that got to come back and live in the NFL and get his mind right, work through whatever issues he's had with with the, the uh, upper management of the organization. True. If this, if this season works out to be a monstrous season, good on it. You're going to see a lot good more people it. fucking taking high Oscar. But then it also <laughs> brings up the illegality of it. Which the NFL said he didn't break any of our drug rules. <laughs> Not on the list. You could get suspended for marijuana, but if you want to go to another country and trip and shit and puke your brains out, good on you. 
Which, by the way, I'm not against. I, I, I am still a proponent of just legalizing marijuana across the board, and I am not going to be someone yeah. who's going to yeah. be a yeah. hypocrite about right. this. If I'm going to say that about one natural plant that yeah. some cultures enjoy, I'm going to say it about another natural yeah. plant that some cultures enjoy. I, I, I'm not saying... And actually, has- it, it, it gives him... He goes up a point in my book, which at my book puts him at like two points. He's if he's trying to find a mental edge. <laughs> is this a hundred point scale? Yes, yeah. but I'm a Bears fan, so <laughs> if he's out there trying to find a mental edge that that no one else is taking, then maybe everyone else needs to step up their game yeah. and find that mental edge. And also with the stress of the of the job that these players have, especially the quarterbacks, with having to be on point all the time, having to be at the top of their game, yeah, I can see why a little few days in your off season of just completely and utterly shutting off from society. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I I can understand why that would probably be something that you would very much enjoy doing. And and I'll tell you though, it, not saying you have to believe in in what he did, but every time <clears> you hear <throat> they'll stick in the mud, uh, you know, broadcasters, reporters talking about this and making fun of it. They're not doing what he's doing, so it's nope. very easy to laugh. And here I am standing up for him. Well, we're probably about to shit on a ton of people during the same exact episode. Well, so both sides of my mouth, everyone. Well, and, and if there's anything we know about, it's shitting on people. <laughs> we are good at that. Goddamn, so good. Right. Goddamn right. Speaking of which, let's shit on Tom Brady. Hey! Yeah, hey. hey, be more specific, I guess shit on the Miami Dolphins ownership. Um, yeah, yeah. This offseason, there was a lot of things that happened with Miami, and the worst of which I thought would be... When Brian Flores said that the owner had um, offered him $100,000 a game to lose. lose. And when I first saw that they had lost a first-round draft pick, a third-round draft pick, the owner had been fined $1.5 million and that their general manager was uh, not allowed to take part in any uh, 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 league activities for a certain amount of time, I was like, well, damn, they must have really offered him that money. Nope. No, it was the outlandish conspiracy that none of us thought was yep. true that actually happened. Yep. <laughs> let's let's back up and touch on the conspiracy okay. and how it all rolled out. Yes. So apparently, in 20, 2020 and 2021, the Dolphins' ownership had illegal talks with Tom Brady because he was under contract with the Bucks to have him come join them in some sort of managerial position. At which point they would be able to, at some point, have him unretire as a manager or as a player, and then because he worked for them as management, somehow force a trade from the Bucks to the Dolphins. Then last year, in addition to that illegal contact, there was illegal contact with Sean Payton's uh, gr- uh, group that manages him, his, his agents, to have him come as the coach for these Dolphins that would then have Tom Brady as their quarterback as well. Where this becomes a little, oh my God, is Bill Belichick that fucking smart, is where somehow it gets involved that he then texts Brian Flores. Because Flores was let go after going, what, 0-7? And And then... 8 and 0 and then losing. Yeah. Right. Had some ridiculous loss and win streak throughout the season. His turnaround was epic. Yes. Because he's a fantastic coach. He is. And so he was let go. He was uh, interviewing for the Giants job. Bill Belichick texts him, hey, congratulations, heard you got the job. It was Brian Dayball that got the job. Brian Flores hadn't even actually interviewed yet. Well, Belichick's excuse was, oh, wrong contact. Wrong Brian contact. Uh, I'm pretty sure most people have those listed under last names or is how they get alphabetized, so I'm not sure if I believe that one. 
I'm sure he knows a lot of Brian's. They can't all just be under yeah. Brian. I doubt there's two Brian's in Belichick's phone. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so anyway, he contacts him. Brian Flores brings a suit against the Dolphins in the NFL. This entire Brady thing disappears. And I at this thought it was kind well, of one of those outlandish conspiracies. Because listen, to, because of all of a sudden, Belichick gets gets word of, of all this shit going on. And he so, says, wait a minute. Against Dolphins, all his teams in his the division. Dolphins are about to get Brady at QB and Peyton at coach. He says, fuck that. Yep, yep. I've got a way. Although I do kind of want to take a minute just to imagine Tom Brady, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, oh, Mike Gesicki. Oh, shit. The four or five running backs they've brought in this offseason to try to cover that position. Like, holy mm-hmm. shit, how good would that team be? Plus Coach, with that great defense. Coached by Peyton. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but this really happened. Well, yeah, we 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 like we the shit about I thought this. was bullshit yeah. really happened. Is anyone else surprised by this? Like the the depth of it, yes. Well, and the other part that wasn't talked about, um, that was really upsetting was the hundred grand that wasn't talked about when we were discussing hmm. it last year. The hundred grand that was offered to Flores to tank per game, per, per game. game, per game, and then when this was brought up. Um, in whatever investigation, it was, well, that was just a joke. It was said in jest. It was never real. So the guy that didn't tank busted his ass to turn the team around to give them a winning record, the the probably the best turnaround that's probably ever yeah, happened, yeah. and then got fired for it. You can't tell me that that hundred grand per game bribe wasn't fucking well, real. Remember, I mean, a year ago now when that broke, it was about racism. Yeah. Yes. And now it's like, oh, it's not racism. It's just like corporate politics. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but honestly, then the funny part of this to me is that the NFL is basically like saying, yeah, no, it was, they didn't actually tank. So, you know, integrity of the game, maintained. All right, no, right. right, guys, we're good. Right. The Dolphins didn't tank because Flores is a man of his word, yeah. a man of integrity, and broke his balls to turn that team around. So the Dolphins did tank. They offered him money to tank, and he said no. And then they fired him because he did a good job and didn't listen to them. So is that more Shoeless Joe Jackson or Major League? Ooh. Ooh. Wow. It's a little more Major League. It's, it's, right? It's, it's a nice little like hybrid but of the But Shoeless two. didn't take the money. And there's no proof that he ever dipped right. in his stats to do all that. Right. Sorry, yeah, he was actually... He's a baseball reference guy, sorry. But yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, 1918 White Sox. Um, Shoeless actually had a fantastic yep, yep. World a great Series. series. Yep. Right? So, I mean, I don't so, know. So maybe that means the NFL is growing because it wasn't because of his race. Wait, that also means <laughs> if we're going to make the comparison to Major League, if Tua... Tago Vailoa gets a sweet pair of black rim glasses uh, with uh, on him. Uh, Watch out, everyone. These wild things coming out of Who's the oldest guy that plays for the Dolphins? Who could be that Corbin Burnson catcher <laughs> character? Oh, Corbin oh. Burnson wasn't the catcher. No, no, no. no he was a shortstop. Um, yeah, Corbin Burnson was the asshole who was trying to help them take it. Oh, that's uh, right. That's right. He was trying to of, take uh, it first. Um, he was the wealthy. Tom uh, Berenger. Tom Berenger. Berenger. Yeah. Yes, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, quick side note, because we're older than most people that we talk to about football. If you've never watched Major League, oh. I highly suggest watching that movie. You can kind of stop after that one. The Don't watch any of the sequels. Yeah. The no. second one's bearable. The third one's awful. This is going to Listen, yeah, get the crew together, open some drinks, 
It is a it is a fantastic sports movie. It is hilarious. Through. through and through. Wesley Snipes before he lost his mind and thought he just didn't have to pay yeah. taxes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Who was actually in prison. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, the Allstate commercial guy back when he was an actor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, that's such a good movie. Well, the crazy thing is, last podcast, we were going to talk about it, but we were like, that sounds so fucking crazy. Yeah. yeah like, and then literally the next day, the story dropped like, fucking Matt was right. Matt was no, fucking no, right. No, Matt wasn't right. <laughs> Matt just thought it was a funny story we could discuss. I had no idea. Like, I, I was so blown away by this whole thing. It's fantastic. Um, we're going to touch on something that's not so fantastic. That I, I don't think thought. we want to say touch on when we're reviewing oh, it. Oh, <laughs> Deshaun Watson's name is back in the news now because Roger Goodell is unhappy with the six-week suspension that uh, Deshaun Watson had suggested by the uh, uh, independent arbiter in the case, a judge, um, because according... That was handpicked by Goodell. Yes, because according to the findings, they looked into five, five of the, I believe, 26... Something like that. ...alleged Mm -hmm. incidents. Mm-hmm. and they found uh, complete evidence that he was basically a serial sexual assaulter. Yes. The, of those five that they reviewed, they were only given five. Yep. All five of them, they identified that he was sexually assaulting those women. Yes. Yep. 30, 30 women accused him of it. 25 sought civil charges. He settled with 24 of them. So the number is as high as 30. Right. Or, or the, higher. Keep in mind, you know. he went through like 60-some-odd massage therapists right. and personal right. trainers right. and all that in like a, what, year, two-year span? Some, something Something crazy. ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, so Goodell has uh, filed a petition to uh, have this ruling changed. He wants at least a year. Um, I mean, I, I don't know if they're going to be able to make it happen. The other thing that's still messed up about this is, all right, so you suspend him for a year. You're going to have to find him something because all he loses for a year suspension because of the way the Browns wrote right, this contract right. yep. is one million dollars so, out of like a, <coughs> a quarter billion guaranteed so contract. As much as I want to, I want to be happy about Goodell's push to say no year suspension. It also seems like an empty gesture because he's only going to lose a million dollars. Yep. Unless they can find a way to find him. Unless they can, exactly. You know. So so it. It's kind of like, oh, yeah, great, you look good because you're pushing for more, which he deserves more. I agree with deserving more. I think it was a bullshit suspension. The whole thing was set up from the get-go. Like, we know you're going to lose some time. We'll just, let's pay you a million out of 250, which is the most unbalanced contract of all fucking time. Um, unless you're talking about Daryl Strawberry, more baseball. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> But <laughs> is this, I'd rather is have it, a right. cokehead than a rapist. So, <laughs> so <but> all, <laughs> oh, the scheme of crimes. Actually, my grandma used to say the same thing to me. It's weird. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, grandma. Uh, <laughs> only, only once you run out of ayahuasca, though. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> is this is this an empty gesture from the NFL saying no? Give them a year because they get to save face and say we pushed for more. Whether the independent. Uh, judge changes the decision or not, the independent judge selected by the NFL changes the decision or not, it's, a, it's an empty gesture. We push for more. We think he deserves more, but he barely loses anything. It feels like a setup. It feels so, like a setup. So it's the first time they've ever gone to an outside arbiter. Roger Goodell picks the outside arbiter 
He says six months. She. Or she That's says the six other months. Female judge. But she, he manhandled her. I know. And then it's like, I mean, if you want to save face, that's how you do it. You farm out the responsibility to someone else and you say, oh, no, 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 that's not enough. Right. I think it should be more. But in an appeal, then it becomes a back and forth. Right. It's not, this is my ruling. And for those people like, who are Goodell out there. Like, fucking genius for doing it this way. He's for those people bastard, out there that, that say, listen, he didn't play it all last year. He wasn't suspended last year. Nope. The Texans chose not to play him yeah, because he was on IR. They yeah. didn't want to. They didn't put him on IR. No, he, he was, was technically on the active. No, he was on the active was, roster yeah. all season. Oh, he got paid all last oh, yeah, year. He, oh yeah, twenty whatever mil last year. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I got hired some good the, lawyers. Like these things. The, the further you look into this, just the more almost disgusting it you feel. Right. Right. Yeah. You know. And but but go ahead and and you know place fifteen hundred dollars worth of bets and you're out for the whole season because there's a precedent. We know gambling is bad, you know. You know, having oh, women, way, having women touch on your dick team. when they don't want to. Bet you on know. your team to win. Yeah, right. Even though like sports betting is legal in most states now. Yep. Yep. Oh, and also not to. I mean, I understand the concept, by the way, of why you don't want the betting. Like you don't want oh, point yeah. shaving. You don't want yep. throwing games. Yeah. I understand it, but it's it's just it, it feels bad. It feels but, wrong. Well, the way this all went was, down. That precedent was already set. Which means you now have this case where you get to set the precedent. It's unprecedented. We don't know how to dish out the, the, the penalty. Okay, so now the precedent that is you can sexually assault five women and only miss six games. Yeah, they're worth 15 minutes apiece. There you yep. go. Yep, there you go. That's just crazy. Yep. yep. Um, I, look, you know what, let's, let's get off that to a little happier topic. More about getting off? Thanks a lot, man. <laughs> God oh, damn it! Crazy. I'm just you know like lobbing those up to be <laughs> knocked out of the park. Uh, Justin Tucker, yes, signed a little contract extension, six million dollars a year. I like it. I have I like it a lot. no issue with this. This man is a game changer at his position. Agreed. So 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 why are we talking about him then? Because some people in the media think this is overpaying. I don't understand it. The man holds the record, I believe, for the longest field goal, or he's tied for the longest field goal. I know he kicked a 65-yarder last year against the Lions with like a second left. And yes, it bounced off the crossbar and over. It won them the game. And yeah, it was the Lions, but still. Yeah, Yeah. like this man is completely clutch for them, has helped them win so many games because for a long time, defensive kicking game was a running game. That's how they won. And you know what? He helped them do it. I don't see the problem. What what should a kicker get paid then? I don't what, know. What's, what's the argument? I mean, how many points do they score? If he's right? one of the best kickers in the NFL and he's making the maximum right. for kickers yeah. of six million a year for four years, I think seventeen of that is guaranteed. That seems like chump change in terms of the NFL and scoring points. Right. So so all right. So take quarterbacks out of the equation because their job is to. You know, run an offense, and their okay? and their their salaries right. skew everything. Their salaries skew everything, right? Um, uh, some of the numbers that are getting thrown out there for some of the some of the O line and, and the D line guys, those are going up. Love it, love what's happening with some of those guys getting some of that money. I get it because there's a lot of the game that goes into pushing a line forward or holding a line back. Oh yeah, Especially great like defensive ends. Finally, right. I mean, really not since like JJ Watt right. got that giant contract. Right. 
had they really appreciated defensive. Well, even but, centers but now, and guards have started to get more pay because you can't have a really good interior run game if you aren't able to actually push that defensive line back. Yep. So yep. now take so now take those all out of the equation. Now we're left with the scorers of the group. Okay. The scorers of the group, right? We've got our running backs, we've got our wideouts, and and tight ends. Tight ends becoming yeah. a bigger part of it. Okay, and and yes, QBs do score. They have they have those certain right those yeah, you know run the ball in here and there and happens sure. So then you spread all that out across how many fucking people, right? And every one of those of any real value is getting is getting ten to fifteen on the low end. On the high end, per we're year. seeing per we're, year. right. We're yeah. seeing in the twenties, right? Yeah. For those those running backs, those wideouts, those tight ends, and we're talking about kickers that score thirty percent of every game, total points thirty percent. Yep. So so I did a little. That's I did an a little, important stat there. Say, say that again. Thirty percent of the points. Okay. So I, I got a few. I got a. I, I took the top. Five kickers last year in terms of points per game. Okay, we got Nick Folk, Daniel Carlson, Matt Gay, Matt Prater, and Justin Tucker. Justin Tucker at number five. Okay, great. These guys scored eight or more points per game. The top two were almost nine points per game. So when you look at the total points each of those fucking teams scored, Nick Folk scored 32% of New England's points last season. Carlson, 40 fucking percent of Las Vegas points. Wow. 40%. He was wow. 8.8 per game. They scored 22 per game. Matt Gaith over 31, Prater 30, and Justin Tucker 35.5% for Baltimore. These guys are scoring a third of the points. Wow. And when you add up running backs and wide receivers and tight ends, you're paying a hundred million dollars across all of them to get the other two thirds of those points, yeah. or less if you're fucking Carlson from Vegas. And you well, can't not anymore. Them. That's yeah. Devontae Adams' contract. But you can't. Well, but but part of it was their 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 uh, uh, points per game were so low, so his percent's going to go down. You think he's going to put up any fewer points? No way. That's true. Right? I mean, if you look it's, at a team like, say, uh, on the lower end of scoring, uh, the, the kicker's percentage might be a bit higher. Exactly. Right. So so you're you're, you're going to pay him five, six million and say that's too low? Fuck No, they th- they're saying it's too high. I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry. I, that's... These are these are game changers and especially at the top level. And if you do think a kicker isn't worth that much money, I can't wait so you have a kicker like my Bears had in a playoff game where you get a fucking double doink. Mm-hmm. I've never seen Justin Tucker get a double doink. Now, if someone wants to say, "Hey, well, you know, the the extra points they're at a their last season they were at an absolute low from you know nineteen, you know, dickety two whatever it was." Okay, two. Um, <laughs> funny funny way to put that because they used to uh, snap that ball from the two yard line, I believe, for those extra points. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, Whereas yeah. now it's basically a thirty five yard kick. Right, but even still, we're talking about ninety two. Percent versus, you know, a few years ago it was ninety five percent. That's nothing. That's chump change. When it comes to these top kickers, pay them. Yep. They yep. are worth their weight. Because also, uh, you you want to have you want to put your defense in a good starting position. Yeah. Uh, those kickers that can kick the ball right I, through the end zone, like Justin Tucker. That's every time you start at the twenty. That's the other thing. Good luck. I, I I'm not even touching on their value as as a punter, or a place kicker. You know, like at all. 
Yeah. At all. Yep. So I, I don't I don't understand the argument of why they're, they're overpaid. Well, do you know it who the no sense do you know play. who the all time leading scorer in NFL history is? No. Play kicker. Adam Vinatieri. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. You know who number two is? Morton Anderson. You know who number three is? Gary Anderson. It's all fucking kickers. Yep. Yep. They also have long careers because very few are injured. True. But you think about like okay. The ultimate goal. If I mean, George Blanda player, is still on there, but granted, he played other positions yeah, too. Yeah, it's, But he's still in the top ten. Is Vinatieri still in the league? God no, no, no. no he retired in two thousand nineteen. I mean, he was in the league for what two decades though. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah, but if we're going to talk about that, Morton well, Anderson, Anderson played from eighty two to two thousand seven. So, <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> yep, yep. And he was still worth it. Yep, yeah. Well, okay. How much do you value a kicker? And I hate to fucking throw Eric under the bus here. As a Bills fan, well, you might have gone one in three in the Super Bowls and be remembered as one of the greatest if, teams of all if time. If Scott yep. Norwood was mm-hmm. not Scott Norwood and you had a better kicker, and he wasn't bad, he he was by far not the best kicker in the league at that time. Well, I didn't want to cut Scott off, but like, just even rewinding briefly back to kickers, like, it, put it in the perspective of fantasy. He was talking about how how many points, like. You can win or lose a league based on who your kicker is for a season, and mm-hmm. yeah, no, it's. I mean, it's. I would. I would say, and I, I don't win my fantasy leagues often, but if I can't get my top QB and running back, and yet picks, he still won't let me be in his fantasy league. Like no, no, a, a kicker because <laughs> there's like five to seven great kickers in every league. Mm-hmm. That's it. No, that's but, it. You like, drop below that. You're losing points every fucking week in fantasy. Right, but you kind of think of it as an afterthought. But if you have a decent quarterback and you're just like, all right, we have a good kicker. If we can get it to like the 35, bada bing, bada boom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or you could have a not even a decent quarterback. You could have the Bears against the Eagles in the playoffs yeah. a few years ago. Trubisky got us within field goal range, and our lack of a good kicker yeah. costs us a playoff win. So you don't want to pay them a little bit more? Like, I, I, I don't get it. I, I think they should be all. getting paid more. Yeah. I absolutely and do. These guys aren't getting the, the endorsement deals either. Yeah. You know? And that, so I, maybe and I, maybe they are. I mean, but there I, might be like some I, local town ones that sure, they're getting wherever but, they know, play. I, mean, I guarantee Devontae mm-hmm. Adams, and well-deserved, top dollar, and probably getting you know kick-ass sponsorship deals too. Well-deserved. It's also like, you know, pay these guys a little bit more. They yeah. are so valuable. To undervalue them seems very short-sighted to me, and and uh, maybe someone can can comment and say, "Here's why you're a fucking idiot, Scott, and you missed all these obvious points." Share them. Go ahead. I won't believe you, but I, share them <laughs> well, it's, it's kind of perfect that it's Justin Tucker that started the conversation because, yeah. like, there is game tape of in my memory of at least three times where he had a field goal blocked, and he was the one that tackled the motherfucker running the other way. He just saved you six points. Right, no. And he didn't get you three because it was blocked because mm-hmm. the line didn't okay. hold, but he saved you six. And you like, got to factor that shit in, too. As a know? Bills fan, I hate to say this, but, like, and you could get in the weeds about this, but, like, just off the top of my head, Vinatieri, that Super Bowl against the Rams, game winner. Yep, That yep. Super Bowl against the Panthers, game winner. Could be more. Like, yeah. Yeah. I Guaranteed. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. I Give agree. them some of that dough. Absolutely. I think they should do some Moneyball style shit on kickers and see what they're really worth. Ooh, like yeah, that'd be Raiders, forty percent of their points, and they're a right. good team. Like, and not, holy well, yeah, not, not just points, but game winning points or game game changing points. Yes. Yeah. Also a good point yeah. because David, uh, yes, David Carr, no Derek Carr, sorry, 
has, since he came into the league as a rookie, has the most uh, game-winning drives. Interesting. In the NFL. And 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 everyone talks about it. Yep. Maybe uh, it's because not of all those kicker? are touchdowns. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like you get he, him down close he, he enough gets him in a position to where you can kick yeah. a field goal, win the game. Makes a difference. It does. It's put huge. his name up there though. It's his. It's his win, obviously. Ah, uh, yeah. As yeah. a sh- at quarterback, I get it. You 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 shoulder all Listen, of it. You wear still. the crown because you take it. You have to take responsibility Absolutely. for the losses too. But, oh, but yeah. he but he led the drive to put it in the position. Absolutely agreed. So, yeah. um, gonna touch on a, a little a subject that's uh, not quite as fun to talk about. Uh, it's definitely more fun than the Deshaun Watson, but. Yeah. Still not fun to talk about. We need to talk about a few injuries that have been occurring. Yeah. Um, the, the number one that we're going to bring up, it, it's not something that I think is super serious, but Matt Stafford, tendonitis in his throwing elbow, from what I've read and seen, it apparently is a common injury for baseball pitchers. Yeah. Jerk yeah. off. Jerk it off. Got to switch to lefty Stafford. <laughs> right. I mean, honestly, rest it, uh, yeah. ice it. Uh, some anti-inflammatory medications. He's probably going to have to get some shots throughout the season. Um, compared to his back injuries he's had in the past, I don't yeah. know if it's a serious, but I'll tell you what, uh, after watching uh, Ben Roethlisberger the last couple of years where he was having some elbow issues, but they're, that's gonna, if you have any of those issues, having Cooper Cup and all those wide receivers is not going to matter if you can't get the ball downfield. They're talking about it, but they haven't put him on, on the nope. injured list. Uh, he may, they, they held him out of a couple practices, and you know yeah. what? He is an accomplished vet. He knows the offense. Is it an issue? <clears throat> it has to be thought of, but I don't. I'm not sure it's one that's. I hope it's not one that's going to be right. a huge issue throughout the season. Yeah, right. Uh, just because that would be. When your backup is John Wolford, um, who 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 um, <laughs> John, John Wolford? Where did he yeah, play yeah. college ball? I have no idea where John Hooford played college ball. Iowa? Uh, Wake Forest. Wake Forest. Wake Forest. Okay. All right. Third All season? Right. I mean, I'm not saying he's a bad quarterback. I'm just saying who you want, Stafford or John right. Hooford? Especially with the way they're stacked up right now. I mean, come on. Yeah, I mean, yep, you also have Joe Burrow working with a little bit of injury issue. He should be back soon. Uh, Brandon Allen. He's his backup. He's played a little bit. A little. Not any good. He's thrown 34 passes. Yeah. He completed half of them. But I mean, he's got a QBR above 50. So so he's averaging four and a half yards but per completion. I, I don't remember a time where the two previous starting QBs from a Super Bowl might not be ready for game one the next season. However, it's right. early not, in the preseason. It, it not, is early. It is not early. downplaying Joe Burrow, but that was appendicitis, right? Yeah, so it's a surgery. He right. should be ready to yeah, go. Right. Yeah, right, and enough time. And that being said, you start getting a little gun shy. You know, taking a taking a hit to the you know. He gets one good hit down uh-huh. low. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh. But who knows? As long as your he's, appendix isn't inflamed anymore. He's also he's he also young. Should you know, be recovery fine. time yeah. bounces back. You know. Yeah. Yeah, Stafford's not as. Keep young, in mind, last so, year he yeah. was coming back from a knee injury that knocked him out his rookie year. Also, that's a good point. Yeah. He came back like a fucking maniac. Yeah. He did. He came back on fire. An injury that I think is much more serious, mm-hmm. specifically mm-hmm. because they haven't said just how serious the injury is and how long he's going to miss, is Ryan Jensen being out as center for the Bucks. Their two guards are not the same they had last season, so that's two new starters. Their tackles are still the same. So the edge rushers, you'll be in a good position there. Tristan Wurst is a great tackle that they have. Um, but Ryan Jensen at center, throughout Brady's career, 
the best way to slow him down is pressure right up the middle. And and there's a special <clears throat> bond. Oh, quarterback yeah. oh, and center, absolutely. real special, absolutely. Bond. And uh, plus, I, for most teams, the center is the one that's calling out the protections. He's looking at the defensive scheme, where everyone's lined yeah. up, who the middle linebacker is, and where that sets the protection was, for everyone. Yeah, he's kind of the brain for the, for the was Jensen line. already on the Bucks when Brady got there, or did yes. Brady say, "I need"? No, Jensen okay. was on the Bucks. Okay, and he was actually a Pro Bowler last year. He, yeah. He's oh, a yeah. good player. Yeah. Uh, so losing him is huge because, in addition to that, you've got. Uh, uh, Godwin, who blew out his knee at the end of last season, he's trying to come back from injury right now. Uh, 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 Mike um, Evans Evans yeah. uh, had a little pull, a little hammy in practice. He pulls a hammy every season and misses like a game at the most. But you, but you know, dare I say, dare I say, dare. Julio Jones, you know, like not the worst backup. I Listen, mean, he'll be fine. He'll. He's old, but he's not he, terrible. Yeah, yeah. He'll, no, play, he'll be healthy for like three to four games. I mean, I mean yeah, give, give me Mike Evans <laughs> any day. Actually, the this is Mike Evans' year. You think I think, so? this, I think this is his year. Oh, no uh, Gronk, unless he comes out of retirement. Uh, no Godwin, for now. Yeah. Mike Evans will be leaned his, on it, heavily. It's his year for targets. Well, this yeah. is when, when you lose those other weapons. But... But does Those he? Corners can yeah, that's that's a good point. Free safety. Doesn't oh, he have yeah. some stupid fucking stat like so like many n- goddamn years of a thousand yards? Yeah, he's in like a row? seven or eight seasons yeah. in a row. Right. Yeah. Exactly. But you're, it's a good point. Like, like I hope you know. so because I like Mike Evans. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Right. I, I wish it wasn't Brady throwing to him, but I like him. Like as a player. Yeah, I mean, he's an excellent player. He has been ever since he came out of A and M. I mean, maybe he's the reason why Johnny Football got drafted so high. I don't know. Um, I think that's a big reason why he got drafted eight, so high. Eight consecutive seasons of a thousand yards. Yep. Eight. And considering this guy doesn't, so he's, he's not—he's not a target yeah. monster. Like yeah. he usually has what 60, 70 receptions. He makes. He's good a love. downfield yep. massive yep. target. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I would say hands equivalent to like fucking Odell Beckham Jr. Like he's got good fucking hands, yep. you know. Yep. But there's no, also no Antonio Brown because pretty famously um, danced his way off the field. Like, <laughs> that's exa- yeah, that is exactly yeah, what he did. What he did. Yeah. Dance no, his way shirtless. Off. He didn't get souvenirs on the way. Yeah, so yeah. He, he magic. No beads were thrown his way. Yeah. If he'd been in New Orleans, you think they would have showered him with beads? <laughs> I will say this about Mike Evans. He's very much third and Evans. It's. Third and six, and guess what? My ass is going to be seven yards downfield, yep. and here I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I agree. Um, on a much more melancholy note, and especially considering I was, yeah, thanks a lot. Hyping up as a possible big weapon for Russell Wilson this year. Uh, so I am become death, the destroyer of rosters. Yeah. Uh, Tim Patrick blew out his uh, knee. He'll be out for the season. Uh, they do have uh, KJ Hamler coming back, who actually blew out his ACL last yeah. offseason. And he showed promise, but you don't know enough. Speedster. Yeah. Speedster. You still don't know. I know, but listen, I know it hurts, and I know you're not happy about it, especially when... For those of you who don't know, I'm a Denver Broncos yes. fan. So. And this this wide receiver, Tim Patrick, if you don't know, is a 6'5 wide receiver. Like This is a very useful target to have. Especially if you're running a two-wide receiver set. You want a big guy like yep, that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I will also say this. You're talking about a team that still has Cortland Sutton, mm-hmm. Jerry Judy, mm-hmm. and K.J. Hamler coming back. 
This is not a team no. bereft no. of offensive weapons for Russell great. Wilson to throw to. It however, would be great to have four great wideouts. However, absolutely. <laughs> however, and, uh, losing a depth piece like this, especially because the football season is long. But if if the Walmart Broncos are going to be known for anything, it's their ability to roll back for, for everyday good plays. Okay, I just so if you're not aware, a couple of the Waltons just bought. Denver. So. Only most of them. It's a split stake. <laughs> wow. That is, um... That's... And Rollback hasn't been their logo in like a decade, Scott. Come on. It fucking worked, alright? <laughs> that is just amazing. Would you rather it said everyday low scores? <laughs> well, to be fair, I, I pay one low price a year for Walmart delivery, and they deliver. Oh, oh, oh boy. <laughs> All right. Walmart, Walmart, send the check, baby. Uh, send the check. No, don't, because quick side note, I had to stop there for groceries the other day because I was in Hannaford when I got off work, and the alarm started going off, and the PA came on and said, we all had to evacuate the building. I was like, well, I'm not driving back to Price Chopper. That's too far. Was it because there was a Walmart customer in Hannaford? Probably. <laughs> so then I walked to Walmart, and I was walking through, and I was like, this is why I don't come to Walmart. I can't really tell you. There's just an overall feel yeah. and general ambiance of that place that I just did not feel comfortable. That's called hepatitis. <laughs> <laughs> like, I felt I felt like I'm in Walmart. I feel like it should be 3 in the morning. There should be one register available other than the self-checkout lanes. And there should be like some very odd people walking around. It was just a very surreal way to end my day. To be honest... Football uniforms are very fitting for Walmart. You've got kind of a half shirt. You've got skin tight pants mm. on a chunky human being. Yeah. You give me you give me a thong pulled up like a whale tail. You you're you're Walmart uh, you know, every day. So yeah, the, the people yeah. of Walmart aspect is intriguing. <laughs> There's nothing quite like walking around and seeing a guy with a Foley catheter bag hanging down below the shorts. Oh. And the shorts say "juicy" on the. Ha <laughs> 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 uh. But you do feel good about yourself when you're in there. Yeah, well, I, it did make me feel a lot better about my whole uh, sense of self and being. It's kind of like the like in life version of watching reality TV. Yes, like you watch it, like oh, I'm not one of these douchebags. I feel so much better about myself. And yet there I am buying groceries at the Walmart. Yep, yep. Um, so <coughs> oddly, in another note of a Cleveland Browns player that has definitely uh, assaulted women, however, this one being physically assaulting. Kareem Hunt is now demanding a trade uh, or a contract extension, apparently. Weird flex, considering the Browns were the only team that would touch him when he got uh, yep. uh, let go yep. by the Chiefs. For good reason. <laughs> Absolutely. He did literally have film of him kicking a woman. Um, on field production, I'm not against the idea of him wanting some more money and an extension. I get it. Running backs, they get hurt, and mm -hmm. they get hurt fast. Yep. Um, well, he's, he's, he's battling. I mean, like, Chubb is clearly the starting running back. Mm -hmm. Oh. And he's great, but a, a good running back combo, as a Broncos fan, I right. know that fucking works well. Yep. You yep. have two great fucking running backs, yeah, you split those carries. You train one of them to catch a little bit more than the other one. Fucking fantastic. Keep in mind, though, you know? the last two seasons, both of them had hurt at a certain point, and Ernest Johnson stepped up and was a baller for them. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I could see where they might be like, eh. Like, do we need to pay that? Kareem, I don't think we actually need to pay you very much more. And don't be wrong, this demanding trade thing has worked. It's worked, but you know what? It also could work really well for him to do a little bit of holdout. Maybe you don't play. Maybe you do rest up from some of those injuries that are 
those long-term plaguing injuries, you need maybe a little bit more rest. It kind of works for you. Maybe. Maybe it works for him. He gets picked up mid-season by someone who's, you know, plagued by injuries. You know, it, it, good on you, man. Get that, get well, that money where you can. Listen, so. I, I do not believe there's a single running back in the NFL that has played more than three seasons that is in any way waking up every morning feeling right. like they did before they got in the NFL. Yep, yep. Those guys take hits every oh, yeah. play. I, I, I cannot imagine the amount of bruising and everything else that occurs to them. So the way that trades are going this offseason, which AFC West team besides the Broncos is he going to join? Just to fuck me more. Like the Raiders? Maybe. Maybe. They could, they could maybe. use a secondary running back, you know? They could. Chiefs they are going to take him back. Not the Chargers. Uh, the Chargers drafted Isaiah Spiller in the draft, I think, second or third round draft pick to back up Austin Eckler, so I doubt they would. The Chiefs drafted a running back They also. wouldn't take him back, though. No way. No. Oh, you're a good point. Good point. Um, the Dolphins are always looking for some, but that's AFC East. I mean, they signed every other running back yep, available. Yep. So, I guess that's a possibility. I mean, listen, this this requesting a trade, holding out, it's actually worked for some of these players. Debo Samuel got himself a crazy contract. We actually had it written in that if they start using him as a running back, which they did. Which I love, though. I love yeah. that, that contract. He's protecting like, himself. Yep. It, Absolutely. Yep. And I don't remember all the conditions, but they're friggin' wild. And it's like it was like overlooked. Like, it, it was like a, it was a panic moment. Like, we don't want to lose you. And then they looked at, like, one single carry for him, and you're a running back, and everything kicks in. And they were like, well, you're going to send my family on a trip, and you're going to, like, buy a, a home for my second cousin. Like, some of the things written in that contract are friggin' wild. My sister's nephew's brother's roommate needs a house. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's an odd little contract. And, Although, I will say this. That man had a truly amazing season last oh. year. It gets very he is overlooked. A athletic, talented motherfucker. It's got oh, you know man. like okay, this is not real football, but fantasy football alone. Mm-hmm. He had three hundred fantasy points last season. Had it not been for Cooper Cup, that would have been the number one wide receiver in fantasy. Yep. For the last three years, that would have tied for the number one wide receiver yep. in fantasy. The man is an absolute fantastic Fantastic football player, and they're still learning how to best use him. Exactly, yeah, it's fucking amazing. Exactly, yeah. and especially and as Troy Aikman says, he's very powerful below the waist. It's the using someone like Samuels though. It, it, it's an absolute gift. Um, they they're trying to figure out their QB situation, so to lose someone like him would be absolutely devastating. Um, oh, you have Trey Lance starting, and you don't have Debo Samuel available. Uh, yeah, that. That'd be brutal. Right. And by the way, I'm not saying Jimmy Garoppolo is a fantastic quarterback, but he knows how to win with that team. But but that team is already so, like, in terms of being able to, all right, so obviously tight ends, they're they're becoming uh, receiver options already, and you've got Kittle. Kittle, who can who can run, he can hit, he can catch. Awesome. Right? Great. Uh, you got Ayuk, right? Oh, so good. So, right. So good. Athletically, uh, so talented. The, you know, so, so to have someone who, who just is a weird mix of all of that. What did they call him last year? A split, or a... Uh, um, uh, a wide back. A wide back, yeah, yes. Yeah, wide back. Yep. The only one yep. in the NFL, by right, the way. Right, right, right. So, like, how do you not do everything to like, keep him? Honestly, he's more like a... Well, last season was the first time he really stayed healthy, but it's kind of like how the Vikings tried to use Percy Harvin back in the day, but yeah. his body couldn't yeah. hold up to it. Yeah. So, it'll be interesting to see what happens with Debo. 
Like they're gonna have. Like I understand they want to use him as a running back because he is very good at that. I think that's the reason for the contract, though. He's like, I might only have seven years in me at this fucking rate. Oh right, yeah. If if you're gonna, I gotta protect myself as an investment. You know. And it is like different injuries you're getting for those two positions. I don't remember how much is fully guaranteed, but it was a seventy-two or seventy-five million dollar contract over three or four years. But like those running back perks, like all Mm -hmm. those, like the PPRs, like Mm -hmm. oh, it's it's so good, and he's he's worth it. So do it, yeah. I agree because um, listen, they've already said it's Trey Lance's team. I get it. They traded up. They selected him, and we're just gonna have to see where it goes from there. Yeah, agree, agree. Would we like to talk about the least fun divisions? I mean, we definitely could talk about the least fun divisions. We know it's not the AFC West. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll start in the NFC South. Um, <laughs> I don't think anyone is going to disagree with me here when I say probably be the Bucks division. I mean, unless the they Saints, implode. I guess, could come out of nowhere if the Bucks fall apart. Honestly, if Baker has this giant chip on his shoulder, maybe the fucking Panthers. I, so when we talk about when we talk about the least, you know, in terms of in terms of just like shit teams, you know, with shit records, you know, three out of the four, yeah, maybe. But I don't know. There could be something really fun about watching the Panthers. So just just that quarterback race alone, Baker with that chip. It could be fun. It could be real fun. I don't see how he loses to Sam Darnold for this starting job. I don't either. I don't Just either. Just real yeah. quick, get your guys' opinion. I don't think he'll be in the league. Just speaking of the Panthers, Cam Newton, what do you guys think? Back up somewhere? Do you think he's starting somewhere? Or do you think he's not even in the league? I don't know. That's. I think the uh, Montreal Alouettes are looking for a new backup <laughs> quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, listen, his he, he he ran the ball so much, his body took so much punishment. I, yeah. I don't see how he. Continues. I do feel kind of bad for him, like he's a showman. He's a Hollywood type character. He's got all the feathers in his hat. But he's he's got he's got quarterback acumen. He really does. Mm-hmm. But he also doesn't know when to fucking not sacrifice his body. Yeah, yeah. I think the only other conference is is the. The running champ would the NFC least, you know. Um, I mean, that is definitely one of them. I mean, are we excited to watch the Washington Commies? Uh, I mean, only to see how badly Wentz fucks up again. I mean, th- honestly, this is scary. Terry's best quarterback he's ever had playing with him. And, yeah, uh, yeah, true. And he can produce a good wide receiver. I just don't... I mean, Wentz will turn over the ball right when you least need it. Actually, I'm looking very forward to a full implosion of the Dallas Cowboys. I want to see fucking Pollard and Zeke duke it out during a game live on field. um, Of the healthy wide receivers the Cowboys have, because Michael Gallup is still out with Mm -hmm. uh, the Torres knee apart at the end of last season, uh, I believe CeeDee Lamb is the only one that actually has a catch at the NFL right now. Yep, yep. Yeah, he is all they have left. Yep. Yeah, I mean they, they still have. Uh, it's almost like they shouldn't have got rid Schwartz. of Amari Cooper. So <laughs> their tight end is okay. I think it'd be all right. Yeah, he's okay. He's not a top yeah. ten tight end. Uh, and I mean, I you know I just <coughs> I, I'm not a big fan of their head coach. I don't. I think Mike McCarthy won a Super Bowl. I think Aaron Rodgers won a Super Bowl the, despite the, yeah, yeah. Of, yeah. Of, of Mike McCarthy. <laughs> um, and yeah, the, the Eagles are interesting. 
AJ Brown. Oh, you never know with them too. You know, yeah. like they've got it. They can run the ball. Uh, they have some defensive players. Okay. Uh, well, Jalen Hurts. Well, listen, can he ask... take the step passing? Yeah. Is the big issue. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. And we didn't even talk about the Giants. I don't. I don't expect anything big from the Giants. I really want this to be a rebuilding team where you can actually finally get some. Some that, that's what everyone off. says when their team sucks. No, no, they're bad. They're bad. But like, <laughs> I would, it would, I really want to see you know get some pressure off the QB, get get some of those guys like Kadarius Tony, like you know being able to like take the next step up in what they're doing. Do I think it's so when it comes to being like maybe like the shittiest overall division, but like some fun in there to watch. I think there, I think there's some fun within that division with Philadelphia. I, you know, personally. I've got my eyes on a couple players for the Giants, but I don't know. NFC least might. What about the AFC South? To the, e- the AFC South. You like, got the Texans. They're not going to be good. So the Titans. You got the Jags. Just fucking great again. Probably not going to be very good. Right. Uh, the Titans, if they cannot have a wide receiver step up for the lack of AJ Brown, and if Derrick Henry, I'm not saying he's injury prone. Don't get it wrong. But you're a running back that big, that strong. You start having feet injury issues with your feet. That could be a, a, a running back. Yeah. But you know what? I want to see the Titans and the Colts I do have too. good seasons. Yes, yes. I don't give a shit about the Colts, but I really want like like it kind of seems like they could maybe put it together. Yeah, duke it out. I, you know, you never know, Titans. They're they're kind of the same team. They they're still trying to figure out how to do anything in the playoffs. You know. Well, um, I mean, every single sports thread is still saying Titans. Yeah. Their clutch vision, no right, problem. Right. But. You don't know that I, I, you know? exactly, so so that's why I don't want to call them call them the least because I think that makes them more exciting than some of the other divisions. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. All right, so I guess uh, I guess we're gonna go with the AFC South. Yeah. The Saints yes. could be interesting. I'm sorry, the NFC South. Yeah, I know what you meant. Sorry, the uh, Saints could be very interesting. Uh, Michael Thomas comes back healthy. Chris Olave proves to be a good wide receiver as a rookie. Uh, it all really depends on the uh, Alvin Kamara. Will he get suspended this year for that fight in the Super Bowl? Oh, yeah. Week? Yeah. Would Brady quit if he saw a losing season on the horizon? Just fucking quit. I don't... Like, like, I'm done. I'm not fucking he doesn't, doing this. He doesn't have that in him, so... If they, if they get, like, halfway through the season and they're at, like, 40%, he's like, I'm going to keep fighting? Mm-hmm. What if they finish fucking, like... Nine and eight. All right. Well, that would be the same as pretty much every quarterback whose career finally ended. Oh, that's that's a good point. But even yeah. nine and eight, you go out on top. Elway chose to go out on top. Even oh, nine and sure eight, did. they could win that division though. So well, very. Happy. They really <laughs> could. That's really sad. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Yeah. 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 All right. They they could win it at eight and nine. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time a team with a losing record won a yeah. division. Yeah. Seahawks pretty famous Especially for that. Especially playoff structure. You never know. Yeah. Absolutely true. Absolutely true. Go All right. So uh, yeah, that's uh, that's our thoughts for this week. Um, hope you enjoyed the show. As Brian pointed out last week, if you think there are things that you'd like to hear us discuss, things that you think we screwed up, or things you thought that we hit up great, uh, let us know. Leave a comment. Yeah. Hit us up. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, thanks for listening to the show. And, uh, guys, I'll see you next week for this. Sounds well, great. Well, next week we'll have some more preseason games under the belt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll some, a little football. We'll see what some of these new draft picks are, are worth. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Absolutely. All right. Everybody have a good week. Thanks for listening. Come check us out next week. <laughs>